Hello and welcome to a very late episode of the Ringo Zone. Sorry about that. Late night with Ringo, yeah. yeah we talk show. Fuck that I, up a uh, little bit. I'm I'm, I'm Max. Uh, that's my sidekick, Dylan, and our special guest tonight is Sabah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I've never been here before. I mean, yeah. Well, welcome, welcome, to, welcome to the Ringo Zone late night talk show, Sabah. Yeah. I like what you did to the drapes. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm the fucking sidekick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. So I want to get this in real quick for people who are going to um, close out of this podcast real quick. We're not going to horror club. <laughs> but for people who are going to just leave real fast, uh, Cyril the Wolf, friend of the show, because people say that, uh, released yeah. a new album, like, today, I think. Uh, or no, recently, whatever. Go to CyrilTheWolf.com. Uh, we're credited, actually, because we uh, helped with the lyrics on that one. So how many other podcasts to say... That they are credited on the album, Radio Lab. I don't know what other ones, but all right. Anyway, that's great. Now for our, now for our main feature night, we're talking about Sabath. Uh, he's here because we just watched an episode of this TV show, Steven Universe, called Horror Club. So Sabath, time for our interview. First question: What did you think of it? I like to think about Cyril's new album. You know, yeah. it's oh, credited okay. towards us, and you know, I really, really want to promote that. What are we talking about? Horror Club. We're talking about Horror Club. Uh, we, we used to do, like, Raven Mollese and Paul Villico episodes nonstop. And then we went on, like, a Joe Johnson and Jeff Lee. And we don't do that on purpose. I just, like, pick an episode and then we talk about it. But we're back to Raven Mollese and Paul Villico. Those are the storyboarders for this one. Yeah, the fucking people who fucked up macaroni and cheese. I'm still sore about that. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with macaroni and cheese? Uh, the Amethyst joke. Fucking what, what was our what fucking episode? Marvel was that? Madness or something? I can't remember. Nah, which nah, one wait, it was. Nah, nah, wait, nah, it's uh, it's fun. Warp Tour, I think. Why? Well, yeah, I was voting myself yeah. up. Yeah, if you want to know what I'm talking about, listen to our Warp Tour episode. It's yeah, probably listen to all of them. It's actually one of my favorites. You'll damage yourself a little bit. So um, you should watch. This, uh, you should watch this episode. Because it's, you know, we're talking about I got it. brain damage because I don't remember shit. Yeah, it's weird if you just listen to these. But, like, alright, do, do you, boo. Um, <sighs> so, I I love just one of my favorite details is fucking Lars who's actually got gauges in for once. Like, yeah, and they're fucking skulls and they glow in the dark. Yeah. Also, it's, it's actually kind of funny because, um, you know, the very opening where, like, Lars steps out of the shop and then all of a sudden Steven's there. It, it, it's really good because, um... It kind of reminds you of like kind of the cardinal rule of the show, which is nothing that is happening is not part of Steven's experience. Yeah, you know? he's so, yeah. so like that's the thing. Like it's like okay, so yeah, if you open and you see the characters, Steven's like fucking hiding somewhere around the corner. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, most shows. I don't know. If you can't a, have a moment without Steven. I don't know if it's like a SAG rule or what. I feel like maybe it is, but like if you have a main cast member, I, it feels like they're always in every episode. So I think that might be a thing. I don't know why. I mean, there's been plenty of episodes but, of other shows yeah. where like, they have a main character. And they'll, then, they'll, they'll pop in for a second, though. You I know don't what I mean? know if voice actors are part of the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't even know if that's a rule, but it's, and it's also, that weird I thing where... I kind of doubt that Zach Callison would be. No, I and, know, I know. I'm just saying there's And also, like, weird... there are episodes of Adventure Time that, like, don't have finished No, no, but so. no, well, are there where they usually pop in for two lines, like, one from Finn and one in Jake, whatever yeah, that no, happens? There, no, there are ones that I think they're just, like, completely absent from. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Like, yeah, there's usually some of, like, like Marceline and Bubblegum. Yeah, Marceline ones, yeah. Oh, you know, they had those ones are, yeah, good point. Yeah, no, but generally, there's that real, real, but this show is, Steven is they literally everyone, and that's kind of a rarity. 
And well, no things go to shit on the episode where it doesn't start with Steven. <laughs> yeah. And, and this one, I think, at all the characters, I mean, it's focused on Lars and Rondo. Like, Sadie shines more than anybody else. Sadie is a great... This is like a good Sadie episode, I think, out of all of Yeah, it's just been a while since we talked about an episode about one of the side characters, I feel like. This is all side characters. And this is like Lars and Ronaldo, who are like the sidest of all. Would you say this is a Sadie episode? I would well, no, 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 it's not. I'm just saying that she shines in this one. It's Sa- definitely Sadie, Ronaldo and Sadie, Lars. Sadie's good in it, but this is not a Sadie yeah, episode. Yeah, I was just saying she shines in it. No, this is a Ronaldo and Lars episode. And all, yeah, and like even Steven is pretty incidental to the main plot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love Steven the... defeats the monster, and that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, there, I believe... Is Island Adventure after this one? No, I think it might be before. I'm not sure. Um, but this is, like, Lars and Sadie's relationship is defined so well as, like, will they, won't they, but they kind of hate each other a little bit. They probably shouldn't, is the answer. Yeah, that's, that's, I entirely <laughs> agree. And I don't know if I entirely, I agree. Like, I'm not saying Sadie should get with Ronaldo either. Yeah, she no, definitely I, shouldn't. I, Sadie, find a fucking, like... Jamie, maybe. Yeah, I, no, I, I feel I, like I feel like they're they're saving up Sadie and Lars's relationship for the point when like both of them have grown as people. Yeah, and, I like, think Lars their reward would be each other. See, I, I feel like you know it's it's kind of like people talking about that, but I think it'd be interesting if like part of the growth is just a realization that they shouldn't be together. Yeah, I, I would. And like it doesn't that, matter. Yeah. Like, like Adventure could, Time did that really well. I mean, the whole Finn and Bubblegum. And, and, you know, and, and Flame Princess, too. They're kind of dabbling on going back into, though, I think. I, I would yeah, love them but... to get together and break up, or them to get together and then realize, like, no, this is a bad idea. Let's just be friends. I think that would be, like, because it's it's been so harped on. I agree. I don't, I don't want to see them as a couple. That'd be weird. I mean, you know, I think a big thing for me is that, um, you know, like, you, you take these characters, and one of the things I really appreciate is that We've gotten enough with Sadie, especially that she really is defined by something other than her relationship with Lars. Yeah, and that, and that, you know that's kind of part of the reason is like um you know I'm not saying it would diminish Sadie as a character if she got together with Lars or anything. It just you know L- Lars has a lot of growth to do, and I feel like you know whenever he comes out of that growth at the end there, you know at the end of the other tunnel, like maybe it's just like I don't. I just think it'd be better if like it's not towards the resolution of a relationship and that the thing about growing is that it's supposed to be for your own sake and just to become a better person yeah as of june 17th whatever has aired previous to this i agree entirely if something happens radically with this character maybe not but i agree like as far as what we've seen yeah it's always weird to try to think about episodes at the time they came out when we do these yeah. recordings i've listened to some of our past episodes and we're like so off base for what we predict like way down the line well or, i like, like, to, or, I like or what we'd back. like or not I like to think back to when uh, the episode when they're chasing Paradox into the spaceship, um, and how I felt about how I wouldn't care if she like stayed the main villain. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we we were very on board. I think I said she might be redeemed, but overall we were like she's unredeemable. It was the main consensus. Over yeah, um, I, I mean, been, get, yeah. 
Getting to the, the order of events, though, I, I really love Ronaldo's fucking costume that he talks <laughs> about. Like, yeah. And he's got, like, a porcelain mask which drops down and shatters. Yeah, like, that's I gotta say, dumb, bro. Or no, just idea, he made it out of, like, plaster. He, like, made a mold of his face. He made is, it out of the secret Fryman mix. Which is, which is, <laughs> is, is, is funnier if you know what it's like to take a body cast because it takes forever and it's kind of painful because of how hot it is. So that kind of makes it even better if that's what Ronaldo did. Aren't Have you had to do that? Like, yeah, no, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, I, I've never been a cast, but aren't they basically like paper mache that you wear? Sorta. Of, yeah, you can't move, and it gets like super hot, and uh, like like it burns you, sorta, of, not like that. Hot. I hear it smells real bad when you take it. It does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and but then I but I love the idea of Ronaldo doing it to his own like, face sucks. for a fan of the opera mask, and then it like because the shattering moment. That's not like a thing you just do for a mask falling off a face. It's like an intentional move. I gotta say, I that, love how it just like, sounds exactly like a plate breaking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta say that out of like Ronaldo is gonna be my least favorite character out of the whole show. That's so yeah, everyone. I feel like show. we've talked about but this before. But this go episode, I'm not now. We have, but I'm saying, but this episode is my favorite episode with him in it. Oh yeah, he shines in this one out of all of his appearances. Yeah, um, I think you know. If there's, you know, I guess okay in getting a little ahead, but there's one thing that bugs me about this. I feel like, oh, actually, I don't know. You know, it's like this episode, I feel like more towards the end, kind of tries to paint it as like a Ronaldo was right or Ronaldo was the wrong party thing, where I think better emphasis could have been put on just kind of like, uh, you know, both of these guys are in the wrong. And because, you know, a lot of the time we do get kind of how like, awkward Ronaldo is, but I think this episode really has him at some of his worst behavior, and he's not really like, yeah, it's not really properly highlighted. Well, yeah, and so, yeah, I know what you mean. And like, Jello Apocalypse had the whole bit where he's like, remember how Ronaldo tried to kill somebody, and no yeah. one mentioned it ever? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, no, uh, yeah. But, I mean, even aside from that, it's just like, he's, you know, like, 150, like, awkward cosplayer over hamming it and, like, that's okay. That's okay. That's, you know, his horror club spirit. That's who Ronaldo is. But then there's just all this shit. Like, the whole time, he's like, fuck you, Lars. This is happening because you're a shit. Yeah. And then, like, even besides trying to kill Lars, like, you look at, like, young Ronaldo. And, like, yeah, it was shitty of Lars to just kind of tear up that picture. But Ronaldo was, like, not considering his friend's feelings at all. And Ronaldo kind of apologizes at the end of it. And, I mean, you know, it's definitely right. Like, Ronaldo's kind of, like trying to extend the olive branch and Lars is like, no, I'm an angsty douchebag. I'm just yeah. leaving. Well, the but, whole show is nobody's black or white. Everybody's in the gray. Like, yeah, nobody's ever like, right. And everybody's always wrong. I, I, think, right. I think Ronaldo is a character who really does kind of need like an arc and some kind of growth. Cause so far, like he's kind of, he's a one bit. He's, kind he's of an especially, he's especially cringe worthy example of let your freak flag fly yeah. in a show full of brilliant and like fleshed out human examples yeah. of let your freak flag fly. He's very like one dimensional as far as how he's ever used. This one kind of yeah. shows why he's one dimensional. Like he's always been that way, which is not a very good explanation. It's just like, yeah, all right. So that's his whole thing. But uh, yeah, I didn't no, like him as an excitable kid, though. That yeah, people. I see why people don't like him, and I think I mean I said this before. I'm so do it quick. Is Ronaldo is either yourself, someone you know, or someone you were, and Lars is yourself, someone you were, or someone you know. 
Like, so it's, I, I mean, those are just the same cringy. thing, but in different orders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Ronaldo's cringy as fuck, but like, that's his thing. So once he can get past, like, oh, I, I know a neckbeard, or I am a neckbeard, or I was a neckbeard, he's enjoyable as a plot device mainly. Yeah. But yeah. So Evil Bear 2. Uh, I, I really like the box I wanted to see the hermit's it. leg getting eaten. Yeah, no, the, the, I don't know if it's a proper designer or a server artist, but the, the box art I really like. It's very classic, shitty movie. It's really well done. And, um, I love Ronaldo's fucking, like, like the blasphemer is the most, like, fucking horrible <laughs> line. But that's it's just so oh my Ronaldo God. type guy. Yeah, but it, 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 like, that's just like, that's the fucking one where I'm definitely like, cause Ronaldo is in some ways the person I am. In some ways, it's a person I used to be. Like, I feel like these days he's more kind of person I used to be just because, like, you know, you know, like, we're similar in kind of, like, interests and levels of obsession but different in temperament. But then, like, that whole fucking blasphemer thing and just, like, shouting the heavens and always putting on act, like, I know people like that. And yeah. it probably sounds a little hypocritical calling for me, but I cannot stand that. I cannot stand people like that at all. That's, that's a complete turn Like, off. I'd like to think, you know, I'd like to think overall that, like, I know when to tone it back or rein it in a little. I yeah. know a lot of people who do not. It's, yeah, and that's, that's Ronaldo all over. I mean, the, the Beach City, uh, Keep It City World Tumblr is exactly also i wanted to say the original title beach city horror club i prefer that personally i mean there's nothing to talk about about that i just i just wanted to say oh let's I talk love about the extensively sabath give us a 10 minute diatribe on it uh well to extend that out to 10 minutes i'm gonna spell out my entire essay letter by letter okay uh i yeah w okay i yeah l yeah l yes s uh-huh. T. Yes. A. Yes. R. Yes. T. Yes. T. Yes. H. Uh-huh. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> because I, I, I want the what? That reminds me something. Uh, the fact that Goblins is in his folder is fucking uh, great. Just like, Goblins because, is folder. <laughs> because Goblins are like, he has ghosts in there, obviously, and there's a poltergeist. I'm sure the poltergeist folder but the fact that like goblins are something that he actively is researching is fucking hilarious because no one believes in god. Like, you know, you know, there too. You know like, what would be a great episode if they had like a gym based like reenactment of the movie Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, that would. If you get the gem wet, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and they find a specific kind of gem There's that reacts to water. There's definitely going to be some kind of like technopathic gem that like makes blenders go insane yeah. and shit at some point. Uh, yeah, no, but this one the also the light the, the the color design in general great but the whenever he shines his light on his face i fucking love all those moments i love uh, yeah no no i talked about that earlier like there's yeah there's like two shots where he shines the light on his face and i guess like the thing they're trying to do because like you've got above the nose and like eyes there's like some shadow or like the nose cast but then under the nose you've got a bit where like the upper lips cast a shadow and ronaldo just has a shadow hitler mustache yeah what in like hell? two different shots yeah um, I guess I wasn't paying attention because I don't remember that. I, 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 no, I, I know what you're talking about. Up. There's two shots. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where so, Ronaldo just has, like, it's, like, perfectly sized. I'm like, oh, great. Ronaldo's yeah. Hitler confirmed. So, yeah, the spooky shit happens. Ronaldo's dialogue is some of my favorite, favorite Dylan, Ronaldo dialogue. Dylan, make, sure. Dylan make, make the thumbnail Hitler Ronaldo. Uh, like that, I'll, that. If it works with the colors and everything, I'll do it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, this is some of my favorite Ronaldo lines, but I don't know what to say about it. It says, I like the Ronaldo lines, all spooky shit's happening. And quick plug for something that hasn't existed yet, 
actually Cyril was doing work on a game where spooky shit happens, and while I watched this episode, it was all the spooky shit that happens. So I didn't even. It's not an inspiration. Does it's that mean you plagiarized the episode? No, no. It, it, the inspiration Dylan's is from other places. A dirty it's fucking place. It's just no. Well, this episode is Whoa, kind of ghost poltergeist uh, stare. You know, pa, tropes. This oh, is all yeah, poltergeist okay. tropes. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, fucking. When, when they game. when they get to the the red zone though of like Sadie disappears, I love the color design there. But also, Le- Ronaldo tries to kill a guy. So what? Ronaldo's like, eat this guy because he's an asshole because yeah. he hurt my feelings seven years. He ago. was yeah, really boy. honest. So let it go. I remember kids that fucked me over in middle school and high school, but I'm not really like, oh, die. I, you know, like I'm, fi- I'm fine. Like I'm fine. You know, with like friendships ending and cutting a person off or something. But like doing it for the pettiest of shit is. Just but but Ronaldo, you know, Ronaldo's the blasphemer guy. That guy would make a <laughs> rash decision to kill a guy. Over seven yeah. years ago, friendship. You know what this episode makes me wonder? Especially what? over a girl he just met. This yeah, episode exactly. makes me wonder about how I'd react if I went into my basement and found a mouth in my wall. Yeah, no, I, want, I want to say, Max, before I say it's a certain kind of power, <laughs> is it reality? What's the comic book power this gem has? Because it's not... Is it reality bending? What the fuck? It's, it's kind of... Okay, so I'd say... Um, the the way I describe it, like it's not a super simple thing, but it's basically like environmental control is what I'd say. Like you've got, yeah. it's got a certain it's got a certain radius or like certain area where it has like absolute dominion over things. Oh, so I didn't you know see that that, a... that extends like all the stuff in the lighthouse that's like the fucking mouth wall and that's even like the scarecrows right outside the lighthouse. Yeah, I I so, considered yeah. it but I didn't think that was considered a power, yeah. Is, so, yeah, is I'd, I'd, exactly... call it, I'd call it. I'd call it environmental manipulation. Yeah, no, I, if I, I had to make it and sound I, and all I love fancy it. and neat. Because it, it goes beyond what most, most poltergeists can do. It goes as far as yeah, like, really, like poltergeists to do. I really, That's li- kind I really of like environmental like. manipulation. Yeah. Is just kind because of, the thing about environmental manipulation is like even over a small space, something having like absolute power to completely fucking twist yeah. things is always just so it's such a great source of conflict because in that moment you're kind of fighting something godlike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, someone... well, just think about the movie Poltergeist. Yeah, no, so exactly, no, exactly. That was some research I was about to say. Out of all the research I've done on ghosts, Ouija's, Poltergeist, etc., the movie Poltergeist is a good example. So I and know when you, you when meant you... like the Ouija board, but I was totally thinking the meme Ouija. No, that is, <laughs> the little oh, Ouija yeah. with the big fucking eyes. I'm like, yeah, that's creepy. You can be researching that. No, I but, guess. but if you if if you look into like Poltergeist fiction and etc., make the thumbnail it's... for this episode Ouija. <laughs> no, Just Ouija other, and Ronaldo Hitler, Hitler stash all the way. Oh, I know, but so they're having a staring contest. If, if you're gonna go like you know, poltergeist, go balls out with it. They can do anything. So fuck yeah, make a giant mouth. Like have a sacrifice. It's, Look, if the floorboards right are not like making fists and punching people in the nuts, you're not doing it right. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Um, the flashback thing. Well, it's interesting because, like, gems, I mean, they understand basic social structure and stuff. So they can understand why they're fighting because they remember the previous event. So they pearl that shit out for them to watch. But it's interesting that this gem decided to be like, and here's the moral of, or the, the origin of the two of them. Like, it's a weird thing for a gem to interact like that. I think it's just the gem remembering, like, the events that happened. No, I, I know, hurt. but it's like, it, and, like, it the gem, did the gem, seem a little contrived for the plot. 
the gem conveniently happens to be showing us Ronaldo and Lars's like origin story. But in the context of the show, what the gem is trying to show is this is why I freaked the fuck out. This is why yeah. I hurt. This is the terrible boy monster and, that fucking <laughs> carved my flesh. And with I, I think that is necessary. I also think it is contrived like that uh, Sabas said. But it's like it is the like, it way that so the story much, goes. You know, it's, it's funny because like I was talking, I was talking like how the beginning of the episode. I love like the Stephen must be observant rule, but at the same time, I feel like this would have been so much better as a flashback, like without Stephen observing. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you know, that's the way the show works. I would also be weird. It'd be weird if he had an episode without him. But yeah, um, the, it is. We're just saying it's odd behavior for a gem to decide to reveal something to humans. Like they generally don't give a fuck, but. Um, I I like it overall. I, I well, it you know, needed. like the thing is, it's not, it's not, it's not like the gem is revealing or making answers clear. I think the gem is just saying, like I said, Lars is the one who heard it, so it's like seeing like there. That's what he did to me. Fuck that guy. Yeah, no, but if it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's the point? It's interacting with humans instead of just being like rage. Yeah. I'm invisible. Murder shit, and then Sadie kills it. it yeah. it's, it's like it's being you know whatever. Oh um, man, that's great. Imagine if like fucking corrupted gems like retain the memories of the time they were corrupted and then they fucking cure like the inviso gorilla it just goes to the big donut and meets it's like hi and sees so like we met it's like yeah you ran me through the chest yeah. with the spear once you Remember murdered that? me like a fucking boss that was yeah. so cool you just went for my back yeah um, the, the the cut of the gemstone was really cool and out of all the cut the gems this is probably That's like the biggest gem we've seen i don't yeah and also people are like lapis is so strong this gem is way strong because well, you just eat lapis you know what i mean here's, if you here's, put the, this thing, thing here's like, the thing about that um one i don't think so well um, it depends where you put it we've seen yeah that's the thing and gems, dominion. gems gems that become fused to objects like control that object or something and like i think like we saw some stuff in, the com- in like the, no in the comics um there was a fucking uh gem that was like an entire clock tower yeah no i know what you're talking and it's like falling apart slash be of the video game uh, yeah yeah so i mean it's not like that gem on its own when it's not embedded into a wall might have entirely different powers yeah and for all we know it could just like summon a clipboard and it's just like the fucking bureaucratic organizer of homeworld we just don't know yeah no yeah i, I just mean it depends on the, the dominion of the like how how far it can control but if you if you put this thing in the ocean and it controlled the entire ocean, or if you put this, it, 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 I just mean that it's, it's I don't know that it so, would. I, I I don't know if it would either. I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't know, environmental manipulation is an extreme ability. If it's only on the scale of one lighthouse, yeah, Lapis wins. But if it's bigger than that, that's like insane I feel like, power. I feel like if it still has the power, it's like a fucking One Piece Trafalgar Law thing where he creates... Okay, so you don't watch One Piece, so I'll Yeah, this. you uh, quick, yeah. So One Piece, one of the characters is named Trafalgar Law, and uh, he ate like the Ope Ope fruit, which is basically short for Operation. They call him the Surgeon of Death, and what he does is he creates rooms, which are like these spheres that he generates out of his hands. They're like a dome that covers a certain surface area. Yeah. And basically within the room, he can move around and manipulate stuff at will. So what happens is like he'll like cut you with his sword, and, like, your arm will fall off, but it's not, like, severed and bleeding. It's just, like, magically separated from the rest of your body. And then, like, he can replace your arm with, like, a bomb about to explode Yeah, or and you also get to rip your brain out through your eye by that logic. That's ultra power. 
And what he actually, actually, what he does in the show, in the manga, and it's really cool, is uh, he fucking, like, carves people's hearts out, and, like, he still has the hearts, and they're still beating, and the guy's alive, and he just uses his leverage, it's like, do this shit for me, or I fucking squeeze. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah, fuck, yeah. that's cool. Uh, yeah, so, end of the episode, Ronaldo's one cool line. When Ronaldo tries to be cool, he's his most cringy, like, uh, um, full disclosure, Ultra cringy, great Ronaldo, but this one he's actually like kind of cool. When he tells Lars to take it down, the yeah, and that was yeah, and that, that, that callback to the great line reversal, earlier, yeah, yeah, and when he said originally, amazing line. Um, but yeah, that that's I mean that's the episode. Does anyone have anything before final thoughts or? Uh, uh no, not really. All right, yeah, okay, so I guess fi- um, hmm, I'm thinking now. Nah, I'm good. All right, so final thoughts for me on this one. Um, you know, Paul and Raven, like, always, always great. They're they're one of my top three Storybird artist teams by far. Um, but instead of just sucking their dicks, um, they're they're both their dicks regardless of gender. I'm going to say uh, color, color artists. I forget what color designers, color styles, whatever your fucking title is. Because weirdly, titles change as far like technically low level graphic designers are now creative directors, even though that makes no sense. I, I forget, I don't have my episode open right now, but you guys who did the color, really, really good choices. And well, really, you know, really Dylan, good. it's like how fucking you go to a sandwich shop and the person's called a sandwich artist. And yeah, like, bitch, you spread mayo. That is and, not and nowadays, it'll be like sandwich artisan or whatever, and like in two years or whatever. It's, it keeps like, changing, I get but... Disney calling the people who work at the parks cast members. Like, I kind of yeah. get that, even if you're not a mascot, I still get that a little because everyone's in some kind of fucking costume. But yeah. come on, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the, the color design in this episode, um, super fucking great, and uh, the overall pacing and the face. This is really good on, on Paul and Raven. I'll suck your dicks a little bit. Uh, Max, what do you got? Uh, I don't. But you don't got? I saw Finding Dory today. Uh, I've been watching um, Orange is the New Black. Y'all got to watch that. That is well, real solid. Yeah, okay. But so, like, fucking Finding Dory. Go see this movie. If you saw Finding Nemo, go see this movie. I think you might even be able to enjoy it if you've never seen Finding Nemo. Like, yeah. also, definitely watch Finding Nemo. Uh, but Finding Dory, fucking great. mini review. This movie just fucking plucked at my heartstrings like a master harpist. Like, it's so fucking emotional. It's the closest I've come to crying at a piece of fiction in like 15 years. Uh, and it doesn't have as much of like a sense of adventure as Finding Nemo, but I think it's definitely got a lot stronger character stuff in it. All right, yeah. So here's the plug. So yeah, go uh, go see that movie. So Bob, uh, what do you got? Maybe on Steven Universe. What do you what do you have for us? Uh, is pretty good episode. Yeah. Um, generally generally one that doesn't really stay on my radar though. It's never it was never one that I intended to go back to see, but it wasn't bad. It was good. Yeah. Um, and Finding Dory, I'm gonna go see that tomorrow. Yeah. With my girlfriend. She she's kind of and eh, she doesn't really care. But she wants to eat popcorn. Oh yeah, popcorn, yeah, movie popcorn is the best popcorn. I def- I definitely want to see it. I've been wanting so, to see no, it. Since actually, it was Dylan, fucking, I make popcorn on the stove. That's good. oh, that is good shit right there because you can control mm, the amount of butter yeah. and overdo it every time. That's Shout good. out to Orville Redden fuckers. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so I want to yeah one last quick plug. SeroWolf.com. He's been like working on me with the game, so I feel obligated to to plug the shit. Cereal's out of him. basically the music version of Orville Redden. Yeah. So he's pretty legit. 
Yeah, and if you heat him up enough, he pops. Yeah. Yeah. Here's uh, Cyril talking. All right, there you go. That was Cyril, if you don't remember. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, it, it happened. Oh. They heard it. I heard uh, everything. I like, the part, I like the part where he declared death to the American infidels yeah. and revealed himself to be a member I, of ISIS. I, I like the part where he like made me enjoy prog rock, even though I hate that shit generally. I like it, the part when he said the incredibly racist thing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I that, that was part, crazy. Over, Fun fact, before recording and before Dylan showed up and we watched the episode, Sabath and I were talking about Song of the South. So that's the thing we should end this episode on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Mr. Bluebird. Thanks for listening. Oh, wait, really quickly. The winner of the Facebook, like, uh, fan outreach thing, because it's in another episode and we're going to include it here. Uh, Caleb Mendoza, or Caleb Mendoza. Yeah. yeah, I always fucked that up. I don't know why. Right. I, I know I the name of the guy. I got a picture uh, or, uh, that we can use as a headshot. Yeah, print you, you took the picture, yeah. and then Sabath is going to draw well, it, and then Max is, is going to sign it and send it. it? Yeah. Like, okay, he's been okay, doing so it. that's still happening. You, and you will get it Facebook message to you or emailed, whatever. We'll figure it out. And um, then you can like print it out on your own and frame yeah. it and, and use it to attract and send, send us a picture There's of a that and we'll do. talk about it again. You're the, you're the one fan we end up just by chance. And anyway, so because it has to be the last thing I'm going to say one more time. Song of the South. And there it is. Good night.